Good morning, afternoon, evening, and or night. I'm Ryan. I'm Daniel. And we are your small town nerds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Small Town Nerds Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things nerdy. Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty darn well, Ryan. How about yourself? Um, I was doing good. I had class this morning at 8 a.m., got done by 9, and I had nothing going on the rest of the day. So I was like, you know what? Let's watch the Rings of Power. And yeah, that that kind of sullied my day. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched it literally right before we got on to record today. And I'm uh, I'm about in the same boat as you, man. Yeah, but um, you know, I mean, let, let's talk about it. So before we get into that, thank you for joining us again today. We're going to be talking about D23. Mainly is going to be the topic of this of this episode that happened over the weekend, and a whole bunch of movies and tr- and teasers and announcements were made. We're going to break down every single one, give our thoughts. And inform me on what's happening. But first, we're going to do a little segment of rapid review covering Rings of Power episode, or actually, first, She Hulk episode four, then Rings of Power episode three, House of the Dragon episode three. There you go. And then there's a couple movies that Daniel wanted to really briefly touch on. So, yeah. Uh, so, hey, let's get started right away on uh, She Hulk episode four. We're on now, right? You correct. Episode four. Daniel, what are your uh, 30 second thoughts on She Hulk episode four? 30 second thoughts. Okay. Uh, better than episode three by a long shot, in my opinion. Uh, I, spoiler, by the way. But, uh, you know, I kind of like the character of Donnie Blaze. Uh, also kind of hated him just because of the name. It was clearly a refer- reference to Johnny Blaze, who is, of course, the Ghost Rider. Uh, I really wish that they would have just done Johnny Blaze and, you know, set him up for a future project. Yeah. But they didn't, and it's whatever. Uh, also, the character Madison kind of ruined all the potential i hated that character so so much but uh yeah it kind of seems like this episode contributed nothing to furthering a uh complete story it was just another one-off that's not going to affect the finale of the show in any way or so it seemed but yeah that's that's about where i'm at how about you um i agree i thought i think it was a little bit better than the previous episode um a I initially, I didn't watch it at premiere as I normally do. I waited a day or two just because I had other stuff going on. And I saw some headline online that said Donnie Blaze. I thought it said Johnny Blaze, so I got really excited. And then I reread it and it said Donnie Blaze, and I got a little disappointed. And yeah, Donnie Blaze was, I mean, he was kind of funny at first, and then it just kind of went nowhere. Um, I think... The kind of finale of fighting the little demon dogs was was cool, but lackluster mainly. I I agree. I think Madison was kind of just a, a annoying character, and I really hate that they are bringing legality into things that really have no reason to be in a legal issue, like magic or or what was the other issue um, that they brought up, I don't like even uh, remember, trademarking She Hulk names. And stuff like that. I'm like, I understand if this were a real life, you would have to have things like trademarking character names or whatever. I just think, I, I don't know. It, it just felt bland to me. Yep. 
it was another episode. This is probably Marvel's weakest project. For even sure, for less, sure, for sure. Even less good, even less better. Worse than What If. Yeah, well, I liked What If. I enjoyed it. I just thought it, it wasn't anything special. Like, this is not special at all, but it's also just kind of bland. There's nothing really going for it. Yeah, at least with What If, you know, you got excited. Like, oh, what alternate universe are we going to be looking at? With this is just, oh... It's another stupid episode about some stupid court case or whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, moving on from one bland show to another, Rings of Power, Episode 3. Daniel, your thoughts? Uh, again, you know, I'm kind of watching it more so out of a sense of obligation than anything. That's very uh, true. It did manage It did manage to hold my attention, so that was good. Uh, it also helps that, you know, I had my phone in the other room and I was... Uh, working on a puzzle, which uh, it's just good to have uh, my mind turned off. But yeah, so I was able to pay attention somewhat to this, and um, you know, again, it's it's nothing special. Uh, it's just it's a show that exists. I'm not attached to any of the characters at all. I think that the what is it, the Smallfoots the or whatever, Hardfoots. Yeah, I I don't like them. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't it. I don't like a majority of this show. Are, are, does that summarize your 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 thoughts? There's nothing worth mentioning that was really phenomenal. It's just it's a show that relies on spectacle more than yes. anything, and that's it, that's all I have to say. It's empty spectacle. Which the one props that I will give this show is that it looks very pretty. The landscape shots are very pretty, like the shot of Numenor and the big old cities. Uh, it's really pretty. Looks really good. You can tell that they spent a lot of money on it, but that's about all the praise that I can give it because the the characters were bland, the dialogue was dumb, the lore is so terribly wrong. I mean, it's just it, it, the Harfoots don't care at all about their story. There's just nothing interesting. I really hope this stranger that is with them is not one of the wizards because that would just ruin that character. The uh, I can't even remember his name. Uh, the the the, the elf, the black elf that gets imprisoned by the orcs. I, I don't care about his story. Um, that that woman that he's like kind of dating, I don't think she showed up in episode three, but her whole story I don't care about. Um, Elrond and Celebrimbor building and that stuff, I don't think that showed up in this episode either, but don't really care about their story. And uh, Galadriel. Don't really care about her story because I don't like Galadriel. She's kind of obnoxious, kind of mean, just kind of a asshole. And there's nothing, just nothing really going for it. And honestly, the only character that I kind of semi enjoyed, which is kind of bad, is a uh, uh, is it Harbrand? Uh, that dude that Galadriel which... is with. Oh yeah, yeah. Who is It's a made up character. That's not a character thing in Lord is the, of the most Rings. interesting thing going for him. See, that, and that's the thing. You know, if they would have just taken their script, their adaptation in massive quotation marks and just made it their own thing instead of connecting it to Lord of the Rings, I think it yeah. would have been well, a much no, stronger Well, no, I, I think it would have been another bland fantasy thing. But at least it wouldn't have been a massive failure because this is. Because they attach Lord of the Rings to this and it has almost nothing to do with Lord of the Rings and they get the lore so wrong that all the fans are going to be upset with it. But if it was a basic fantasy show, at least it would attract some viewers. Right. Uh, I will also say, 
uh, the fight scene uh, when they're like doing their little prison break, oh, with whatever the, the heck. chain whips and fighting the warg. Yeah, that might have been cheesy, but I think it was well choreographed, and I actually did enjoy that scene. I thought the warg looked stupid, looked like a chihuahua. Yeah, I wasn't really scared of it. Also, it had nipples, so like, it threw me off. Yeah. Anyways, well, actually, uh, first, I don't have anything else. I I, I want to oh. say the the thing that drove me the furthest up the wall with this episode is that it introduced Elendil and Isildur, which for people who are not into Lord of the Rings won't recognize those names, but, but people who are fans of the movies at least in the prologue of Fellowship of the Ring, where it talks about Sauron forging the rings and then fighting the the army of elves and men. There is a, a king who gets killed and his son uh, picks up the broken sword and cuts off Sauron's finger and then is going to go throw the ring into the fire but doesn't and keeps it. That is a Sildor. That is at the end of the Second Age. This show is taking place in the middle of the Second Age. And the rings of power, which in the show rings of power, have not been forged yet. They get forged in the year 1500 of the Second Age. Isildur isn't born until like 3200 of the Second Age. And yet he appears in this show. So he is at minimum 1700 years too early. So if we're going to talk about lore and accuracies, that's a big margin. Yeah, it's a show that exists. I don't have anything else else worth saying i just i'm sick of watching it already yeah but anyways on to on to something anyways. i very much enjoy house of the dragon yeah this this episode uh again i was working on this puzzle again and uh you know i i did enjoy this episode while i was watching it because i was paying attention to it uh i think that you know above all else the last i don't know like 10 minutes of the episode that's what held my attention the most. Uh, again, you know, I'm just not a big fantasy guy, but whatever. Um, the scene where Matt Smith's character just goes ham on the opposing army. Oh, gosh, golly. That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of the episode, definitely still good. Don't get me wrong. But that was the part that I was most, I don't know, excited for, interested in. It was just, it was very enjoyable. Yeah. I mean... To keep my points short, because I ranted a little bit too much about Rings of Power, so I won't praise House of the Dragon too much. It's um, it's understandable. A majority of this episode is a lot of character development and kind of dialogue. There's not much action involved for a majority of this episode, with the the king's party all going hunting and the symbolism of the of the stag and Rhaenyra killing the boar versus Viserys killing the stag and and all this lovely goodness that I enjoy. The, all this character development. Um, the last 10 minutes, as Daniel said, was a blast. I really enjoyed it. And I know I had mentioned this to you beforehand, before we started recording, but Damon Targaryen, Matt Smith's character, doesn't say a word of dialogue in that last 10, 15 minutes and goes through the entire scene, letting his actions and his expressions speak for him. And that is how you write a character. That's how you direct a show and make it beautiful and like you you can feel what he's going through of, of reading that scroll of his 
of his older brother saying, I'm going to send army your way. And just Damon hating that so much because he doesn't want to get help from his big brother that he decides to give himself up and surrender and then backstab the people he's surrendering to and then kills them all, which is a total dick move. But that's exactly something a, a Targaryen prince would do. And I absolutely loved it. And I thought it was a fantastic episode. Yeah, it's it is so much better than Rings of Power. It's everything that that show isn't, except. Yeah. No, that's it. It's just it's everything that that show isn't. Yeah, I mean, if if it uh, if House of the Dragon had Rings of Power's budget, it would probably be one of the most beautiful and well made TV shows, fantasy TV shows that is. But oh yeah, I mean, obviously nothing's going to beat Gravity Falls. Well. Or, Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's hard to beat. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't say Gravity Falls is up there for me, but Avatar: The Last Airbender definitely is. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, moving on from that, I watched a couple movies over this last week, and I just wanted to really, really, really quickly touch on them. Uh, so, the first one, I will say, Sonic Two. Uh, I did not see that in theaters. You know, I saw the first one in theaters when that came out, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. I still that, haven't seen the first one. It's worth a watch. Uh, don't expect too much. It's not cinema or anything. It's just something to sit down, turn off your brain, and that's it. Uh, but the second one, you know, it's also a fun movie. Uh, Jim Carrey was over the top as always. It's it's an enjoyable movie. Check it out, you know, if you feel like it. If not, eh, you're not missing out too much. It's not a beautiful movie or whatever, but I figured whatever, I've got time, I'm going to watch it. The other one that I watched was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and Oh my gosh, friggin' golly. If you're able to, watch this movie. It is beautifully made. It's a multiverse movie. And just everything in it is so well planned and executed. Just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it it is beautiful. It's full of drama. It's got a lot of genuinely funny moments, which doesn't happen a lot in movies nowadays. At least it seems like that. Whatever. Uh, But I don't want to say too much about it because I went into this movie knowing almost nothing and I was blown away. So if you can go into it being almost blind, that's the best way you could possibly watch it. So definitely check it out if you have a chance. That's it. Those are the two movies I wanted to just really quick touch on. I mean, we didn't quite hit the five minute rapid review mark that we wanted, but 15 ain't bad. Yeah, well, really ten, four it, shows. it was really 10 minutes because the first five minutes we were talking about nonsense, probably. Yeah, so for three shows and two movies, that's not bad. Not bad, but let's move on to our main subject, which... Yeah, this, this is going to take us a little while. Yes, because we have a lot to talk about, and that is D23, the big Disney Expo, was held over the weekend, and as per usual, they released a whole bunch of stuff about all the movies and TV shows that are coming out to everything related to Disney within the next two, three years. And we have a list pulled up, and we are going to discuss every single thing. Obviously, we're not going to talk about like the updates to the streaming service or change of prices or um, the park changes or any of that. We don't really care that much about any of that or at all. But we do care about the movies and TV shows, so that's what we're going to be talking about. So, Daniel... How about you kick us off with the first thing, which I know you're super excited for. 
Oh, I am just so thrilled. You know how much I love the first one. Hocus Pocus 2, which I've seen the first one once I've in my life. I've never seen the first one. I only watched it because, you know, I wanted to watch Halloween-themed movies last year. This came up on Disney. I was like, yeah, whatever, may as well. I know people that obsess over it. It wasn't anything special, I'm going to be honest. And I kind of forgot this was happening until I saw this list again. And I really just don't care at all. Yeah. I mean, I never saw the original because I just thought the idea of three older ladies being witches was just kind of scary to me as a kid. I didn't like that, and I don't like it now. But, you know, if you're into that, and if you enjoyed the first one, um, Hocus Pocus 2 comes on to Disney Plus September 30th. So, mark your calendar. Next on the list, uh... we have Disenchanted. So, for all of you who loved the original Enchanted movie back in 2007, I think it was on Disney Channel, it's getting a sequel. I have no idea. And, yeah, I mean, Enchanted, I think, was about a... uh, fairy tale princess who got teleported to the real world and had to figure out how to live and then fall in love and i think this is continuing its story about having a family and building a house yeah wasn't this uh wasn't disenchanted the name of a netflix show maybe i have no idea i don't know i think it was from like the creators of futurama or something that's what the art style looks like could have been yeah, but anyways, moving on from... Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, that comes to Disney Plus November 24th. 24th. But moving on from that, we've got Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, so this looks like it's just going to be another sort of live-action remake uh, with the name of it being Peter. sort of live-action? It just straight well, up is because, a live-action remake. Well, the original was Peter Pan, but with this being Peter Pan and Wendy, they might introduce some new elements, but yeah, it's pretty much just going to be another live action remake yeah. because that's basically all disney knows what to do instead of uh, original stories it seems yes. like yes um there are two cast members that have already been cast yara do you want to shahidi shahidi yara shahidi as so. tinkerbell never heard of her but hopefully she does a good job and then jude law as captain hook i do know jude law he's been in some movies that i actually enjoyed well enjoyed i watched that being um, the Harry Potter Fantastic Beast movies and Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. So you know, uh, I can enjoy. I'm him. sure he's been in. I'm sure he's been in plenty yes, of other but stuff. But he'll be Captain I, Hook. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Disney has kind of a bad track record for uh, making live action remakes. Most recently, their Pinocchio movie, which has not gotten good reviews. It's and. I haven't even watched it. I forgot that it came out. It, it's gotten real bad reviews. It's just people saying it's We just, are still going to watch it yes, and yes, have yes, our yes. quadruple we'll have Pinocchio our review. Four-piece Pinocchio mega marathon. But yeah, I don't know. I'm skeptical whenever Disney says they're making a live-action remake because it just tends to be a lifeless uh, retexture. It's a cash grab. Yeah, it's a cash grab. So unless they add a lot, which I think of movies that they could do peter pan i think could lend a little bit well to a live action because there's a lot more lore and character stuff they could put with peter pan hopefully they they do well but i don't know that doesn't have a release date it just says sometime in 2023 so yeah yep uh moving on from that we've got Disney's Haunted Mansion, which is literally a movie inspired by a ride. Yeah, it's going to be just like how um, Jungle Cruise was. It's it's. I never watched Jungle Cruise, neither so did I can't I. say anything. I mean, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, which is along the same thing. Pirates of the Caribbean worked, 
I thought I heard that Jungle Cruise was just kind of, you know, another rock movie. And then, because yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. is in the movie. Not because it's about rocks. And then, I no idea what the Haunted Mansion is. I don't think I've ever ridden that ride at Disney. I, wasn't that one just like the tower drop thing? Was it? Or was that the tower of... That's probably the tower no, of that's terror, tower of I, I feel like this is like, you know, you go to the thing and you sit in the cart and you go through like a little house and you have the little laser guns on the front and you shoot the ghosts. That's what I'm feeling the Haunted Mansion is. I have no idea. I don't idea. know how you're going to make a movie out of this, but it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. So... Okay. Yeah. I will say, I will say, you know what, since it's a ride in, or a movie inspired by the ride, uh, Disneyland, Disney World, whatever, kind of overrated. Universal Studios yeah. is where it's at Those rides as are far so as much theme better. parks go. Sorry, Disney, but you got to step up your game. I think the some of the experiences at Disney can be worthwhile. I haven't been to the new Avengers Park or the new Star Wars Park, but I'm sure those are probably pretty cool. But I don't know. Universal, their rides by far better. Oh, yeah. But, yes. Moving on to the next, another live action, not remake, but movie. Mufasa. Yeah. Yep. What do you think about that? I don't. It's another movie that they're making. The first remake, the live action one, uh, just, it was, felt lifeless. Sure, it looked amazing, but it just lacked all emotion. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, I'm hoping that this one they learn their lesson from The Lion King and do a little bit more of what The Jungle Book did, which actually gave the animals like the ability to emote and show emotion. And if they do that, I don't think we needed a Mufasa prequel movie, but you know, maybe it'll be cool. At the very least, I I'm sure it will be very pretty. Hopefully the story is interesting, but um Wait, Timon and Pumbaa are coming back. Yeah, no idea how that's going to work. Okay, but that comes out in 2024, so we have time to to, uh, have nightmares about it. Moving on. Yeah, also also coming out in 2024, we've got Disney's Snow White, another live-action remake. Uh, This one's going to be starring Gal Gadot and Rachel Zegler. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what name, how to say that. Whatever. Uh, Snow White. Yeah, it's another movie. Um, I will say I'm slightly excited for this just because Gal Gadot is drop dead gorgeous. She is. Oh, is she gonna play the uh, evil queen? I imagine she is. Uh, I don't know what other role that they would cast Gal Gadot for because she's not Snow White. That's Rachel Zegler. I don't know. But I know this movie yeah, had a I, lot of um, backlash and controversy behind it because Rachel Zegler is Latina and she got cast to be Snow White. Um, obviously, there's controversy around that because the character of Snow White is not of Latin American origins. So take that as you will. Yep, that's it. Um, speaking of a movie that also had a controversy surrounding it, Live action, The Little Mermaid. Not only did this one get an, well, it didn't get announced, but it actually got a teaser trailer. Um, it features Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry. I always get that confused. Halle Bailey. She is playing Ariel. 
She is in the teaser trailer singing. This movie comes out in theaters May 26th. Daniel, did you watch the teaser trailer for this? Uh, I did, and as far as I remember, it was basically just a lot of shots. Yeah, of it gave me kind of like stuff, and then live action little, uh, not Little Mermaid, uh, Finding Nemo, because it had fish, and it was like a much darker Aquaman. It just seemed really dark. Maybe yeah. that's the point, though. Uh, whatever. I'm not really all that excited for this. I didn't care for the Little Mermaid movie, the original, mm-hmm. all that much. It's yeah. So she can sing at least. It, so probably if she sings it well, at least there's something good that comes out of it. Yeah. So moving on from the Disney Past movies, all the well, remakes, all Disney, thank but, goodness. Yeah. Moving on to Pixar, we've got an announcement and a first look at a new movie called Elemental. Starring Leia Lewis and another guy. Mom, Mamadou, Mamadou, Mamadou Athi. Something like that. Part uh, of so my that's going to be like, that's going to be like a uh, fire girl and a water guy wasn't, that are in love. Wasn't there like some game other. on like cool math kids or something? Yeah, but that was fire boy and uh, water girl. Yeah, but it's essentially that. They, but the but the roles are reversed. Yeah, the people at Pixar, the creative directors, they obviously have a kid who was playing on cool math games and was playing that game. They're like, you know what? That's our next movie. Or with how old cool math games is, the writer themselves <laughs> might have. That's true. May, that game. Maybe, maybe. I mean, imagine that's your uh, whole so premise yeah. and it gets made. So yeah, that's that's coming out in theaters June sixteenth. So a little over a year from now. Yeah, a little less than a year. Or a little under a year, I should say. A little less than a year. So, uh, I mean, Pixar tends to have a good track record, so hopefully it's good. Yeah, but they've had a few misses, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, n- the the next Pixar movie that we've got a first look at is called Win or Lose. Not Win actually lose. a um, movie, though. It's, Dis- it's, oh, it's Pixar's not? first TV series. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. It's Pixar's first TV sh- series. It will be on Disney Plus in 2023. Win or lose. It's It appears from the single image that we have to be a softball team, baseball team, some kind of, a, uh, you know, that American sport. Yeah. I can't tell uh, which it is which. It could be a coach pitch, t-ball. You know, they're, they're playing uh, with probably, a ball It wouldn't a be t-ball. They've got a catcher. Okay, well, don't get technical on me now. Okay, whatever. It's a uh, series from Pixar about a softball team, it looks like. Sure. That's all we've got. Yep. Next on the list, we have, how would you pronounce, Elio? I think that would be Elio? Elio, Elio. I don't know. I read this little uh, Twitter post. I actually think this movie sounds kind of intriguing. Uh, yeah, I'm kind uh, of this intrigued. Is... Yeah, so this is definitely a sci-fi heavy uh, Pixar movie, which is getting me excited. You know how much I love sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is a boy who finds himself transported across the galaxy and mistaken for the intergalactic ambassador for our planet Earth. Which is uh, a cool concept. Some random kid stumbles into a teleporter, gets sent across the galaxy, and becomes the intergalactic ambassador for planet Earth. That. That remind that just gives me Lilo and Stitch vibes for some reason. Just saying, intergalactic ambassador. Yeah, 
something about it is kind of giving me vibes from Onward, which I don't know what it is about hmm. it, but yeah, I really liked Onward. I know a lot of people didn't. Uh, so I liked yeah, I I've got it was a good movie. I've, I've got high hopes for this yeah. one. This one looks cool and it looks original too, so which I like. Um, speaking yeah. of one that isn't original but is also kind of intriguing, uh, Inside Out Two. I don't know what your thoughts on Inside Out are, Daniel. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I've only seen it once, I think, but it was good from that one time that I watched it. Uh, yeah, that's that's really all <laughs> yeah. I've got to yeah. say about I mean, it. Um, yeah, I, I remember there's that uh, elephant-looking stuffed animal thingy that dies, and that was a pretty yeah. sad scene. Obviously not that sad, because I can't remember the character's name. But uh, uh, Well, actually, he doesn't die. He's just lost to the forgotten memories, so... Okay, says the guy who has only seen it once, but obviously watches it every night before he goes to bed. That movie comes out summer uh, of 2024, me. so mark your calendars for Inside Out two moving on to walt disney animation studios away from pixar we first have zootopia plus and no this is not another streaming service this is actually a mini what what they call this a mid quill series of shorts because it's not a sequel yeah, so series. it's it's going to be focusing on different characters during the timeline of the film uh, if I remember correctly, the majority of the film took place over the course of about 48 hours. Uh, so <laughs> Not sure how that worked. Well, I mean, at the beginning of the movie, uh, what uh, Dr. – not Dr. Hops. Uh, um, Officer Hops was a kid and then goes to Zootopia and then becomes the cop and then solves a mystery. So maybe it's sometime during that. Maybe you'll see a young Officer Hops perhaps. I don't know. It's it's yeah, who knows? something. I mean, if you like Zootopia, it, it's kind of cool, kind of intriguing. Maybe I'll check it out. Next on the list, we have Waju, Waju, Wahoo, Iwaju, Iwahu, something I like that. Don't harass me for the uh, pronunciation. I it's can't pronounce that. I W A J U, and there's a couple little like line things over the Accents. A and the U. Accents yeah. on the A and the U, so Waju. Uh, yep, it's a future. It's a futuristic look uh, at Lagos, Ni- Nigeria. Um, I think that's basically all that we know about I it. I mean, it looks like and, a uh, Disney's version of Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, that's one hundred percent. I mean, what it yeah, is. it's Lagos. Isn't that where? Uh, uh, what happened in Lagos in Marvel? Something happened in Lagos. That's uh, a, that was the uh, cross civil war. Fight. Yeah, 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 civil war. war. So. Obviously, this takes place right after afterwards. Crossbone just just bombed Lagos. The Avengers were there, so now they have super powered lizards. That's basically the plot of this movie. Not actually, but that would kind of be cool. That comes to Disney Plus in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Next. Next up, we've got uh, Strange World, which is a movie that's following people on like an alien planet or something. Ooh, yes. I don't know anything. So about this, this actually did get a teaser trailer earlier in the. Re- earlier in the year and i remember watching it um i think you would actually enjoy this movie because i think it's just a a group of explorers that just go stumble upon this really strange alien world and just kind of experience it i don't really remember the whole uh teaser trailer i just know it has jake gyllenhaal in it it looked kind of cool um and that comes out thanks give oh 
Thanksgiving, November 23. Oh, that's this year. It comes out this year, November 23rd. Yep, so that's uh, just over two months from now. So look forward to that. That actually kind of, if I remember the teaser trailer correctly, it does look kind of cool. So I'll have to look at it again. Uh, Also coming out sometime soon. uh, Actually, not really. November 2023 is Disney's Wish. New animated feature film that explores how the iconic wishing star came to be. You know, uh, Disney has their when you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. I guess this is exploring the creation of that wishing star. Why they have to do that, I don't know. I don't really care either. <laughs> I That's guess. it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, I would have to go back and watch a whole bunch of Disney movies, but maybe there is just like a singular star that is always present in these movies that we just haven't picked up on. I know that song, When You Wish Upon a Star, is from Pinocchio, I think. Yes, from Pinocchio. Um, ah. But yeah, so this movie is it will come out November 2023, has songs written by artists such as Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber, because that's worth mentioning. But yeah, that that's a, that's a movie. We'll see. Yeah. But moving on away from uh, Disney animation and onto bigger and better things, a.k.a. Lucasfilm... Daniel, as the resident Star Wars bigger fan, I'll let you lead it off. Okay, so first up on this list here, we've got Andor, which is going to be a prequel to Rogue One. Now, I will say that Rogue One was... Yeah, it was my favorite of the Disney-made Star Wars movies, and after that would be... uh, Oh gosh, I can't even remember what it's called. The Force Awakens. And beyond that, as far as movies go, I don't like to talk (laughs) about it. Uh, Andor definitely looks interesting, you know, with Rogue One being such a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm curious to learn more about Andor? Yeah. That's the guy's name, yeah? I believe that's the dude's name. I think this, yes, so it's a prequel to Rogue One, which was a prequel to A New Hope. Um, I think this series is about the formation of the Rebellion and how it kind of started. So... Uh, yeah, so I cool. don't think I've seen the new trailer for that yet. I think that they released a teaser yes, a while ago. they did release a final trailer for this thing, so you guys can go on YouTube and check it out. A whole bunch yeah, so of the that stuff is... that we're talking today got teaser trailers and stuff, so make sure you check it out if you're interested. Yeah, so that is actually premiering. Uh, ooh, so when you're listening to this, it's going to be on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Well, so assuming be... you listen to this on the day that it releases. So it'll be Wednesday, September I did 21st. Not know it was that and it's new. going to have. Yeah, it's going to have a three-episode premiere. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, also from Lucasfilm, coming but to Disney+. But not Star Plus Wars. Is... Not Star Wars, but from Lucasfilm. It is not. Uh, it is Willow. Um, I <laughs> didn't even really know that this first one, the original movie from 1988, was a thing. I never watched it. Neither did uh, I. But it's a series that's a sequel to that. Uh, coming November 30th, so I guess we'll have to look if into that. If you're a fan a of bit. Willow, let us know what it's about, because we have no idea. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we've got Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is sort of like a sequel to Star Wars The Clone Wars, which was a highly praised Kinda? Star it Wars is, animation. It is just a sequel. Yeah. Uh, so that is going to be coming out january 4th with a 16 episode season Ooh. i haven't watched all of star wars the clone wars and i haven't watched any of star wars the bad batch so i can't say much about this. haven't seen either of either show but i've heard good things about the clone wars so yeah there you uh, go next up 
the animation that I'm personally more excited for is Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Uh, that's going to be coming out October 26th. A lot of Star Wars co- stuff coming out Star soon. Wars. Yeah, so Tales of the Jedi will include six episodes. Uh, half of them are going to be following Ahsoka, and the other half are going to be following Count Dooku. Uh, just kind of stories about them outside of what we've seen in other uh, media, you know, the movies and existing TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahsoka is, well, when she first showed up in The Clone Wars, she was not very popular, but she eventually became one of the fan favorite Star Wars characters in any media. Yes. So I'm definitely excited to see some more about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's coming October 26th. And speaking of Ahsoka, uh, we got a quick little look, just a picture it looks like that was probably leaked. Probably. It doesn't look official. Uh, she's getting her own uh, live action series, which I'm sure lots of people already knew that was announced a while ago i mean she did appear in mandalorian season two so that's true but the uh actual show for her was announced i think d23 last year i believe so yep so the official release date for that has not been revealed but it will be coming out sometime in 2023 Uh, so that's definitely going to be exciting uh let's see what else do we have coming out uh, there is Star Wars The Skeleton Crew. Uh, not a lot of information for that. Jude Law is going to be in it, and that's that's basically all I that's known. I have no idea what Skeleton Crew is supposed to be about. I'm assuming it's some kind of skeleton crew. I don't know. Wow. I, I, guess. Yeah, My, I have no idea. I'm thinking it's probably going to be some scrappers or yeah. something that get some kind of really big job. Sure. That's, probably. Yeah. Uh, the last big piece of Star Wars news, it looks like, is going to be bum, 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 The bum. Mandalorian Season 3. The real that's big gonna be news. Coming, that's going to be coming in 2023. Uh, trailer came out with D23 sometime. I don't know what day it was. It might have been thir- uh, Friday or Saturday. Whatever. It was Saturday. Uh, I watched this again right before we recorded, and oh gosh. It was a good trailer. It looks so good. See, so... Uh, I haven't seen The Mandalorian fully, like both season one and two. I haven't seen all the episodes. I've seen a majority of it, though. And what I think, I think I, I think I like season one better than season two, just because season two kind of at the end relied a little bit too heavy on the whole Skywalker stuff, which I think they kind of need to put to rest. Stop bringing up the Skywalkers. We can move past it. Yeah. And I think this trailer does a really good job of saying, yes. We did the whole Luke Skywalker showing up thing. We know he exists, and now we're not going to pay attention to him, and we're just going to focus on Mando and Grogu because that's what everybody wants. That's what we want. We want dad and child. That's it. Yeah, and I'm excited for this. They've got a lot of stuff to resolve with the whole Darksaber thing mm-hmm. that came up. Uh, it's just it, I'm very, very excited for this. It's going to be coming out sometime 2023, and that's basically all we know besides what was revealed in the trailer which you should definitely go watch if you haven't already mandalorian is probably one of if not the strongest disney plus series i i think there's a very strong argument you can make that it is probably its best or strongest series as of right now and for good measure it's a pretty great show i think it's as far as star wars stuff it's probably it's the strongest star wars content that we have gotten in the past uh, 15 years. 
So yeah, you can make a couple arguments against that, but it, it was it's great. Yeah, it's well, great. actually no, not fifteen years. Revenge of the Sith came out less than fifteen years ago, didn't it? Revenge of the Sith didn't that come out in like two thousand three? Uh, hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Actually, two thousand five of two thousand five. Okay, yeah, so it was over fifteen, 15 years. years ago. My bad. The only stuff you can make an argument is maybe like Rogue One, Force Awakens, if you're really into it, or Clone Wars. Yeah, fair enough. So, but Mandalorian's pretty solidly up there. Yeah. Otherwise, the only news we've got from Lucasfilm is on Indiana Jones 5. Didn't even and... know there were four movies. Actually, no, that's a lie. I did know there were four. Haven't seen any of them. Yeah. But I know they exist. The first three are worth watching. Crystal Skull, you can just not watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's basically it that we'll talk about for right now. But, uh, yeah. Indiana Jones little... 5. Very little was revealed about this, at least that we are seeing right now on this website that we're looking at. Uh, it's coming June 30th, so that's a little over a year from now. I believe this will be Harrison Ford's... Oh my gosh, I, that's the same time. This will be Harrison Ford's last bout as Indiana Jones. This will be the last bout for Indiana Jones if we have any luck. Well, I really don't want them to reboot yeah. it. Indiana Jones is Harrison yeah, Ford. Yeah, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones and vice versa. I don't... I, I mean, I can see Disney doing like, oh, here's an animated story of what Indiana Jones does in between the movies or something like that. Yeah, that's not necessary. <sighs> Although there was a nice little picture that came out from D23 where Harrison Ford and Ki-Huey Kwan, however you pronounce yeah. his name, uh, he was the one that played Short Round all those years ago. Mm. Uh, and they got a picture together, and that was, that was very wholesome. Mm, yes, it was. Now... To the big news, but also kind of—I don't want to say it was disappointing, but I was, it was a little bit of a letdown. I was expecting a whole bunch from the Marvel Studios side, but nevertheless, we did still get a good chunk of information that we will try to cover fast because I know we are getting up there in time. But we have a lot to cover, and first, it is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. The people in the hall got to see—I think, like a, a th that scene where. I think her name's Ramonda. Is that the actress's name or is that the character's name? Right. Black Panther or no T'Challa's mother. Uh, that whole press conference scene that was in the trailer. The audience members got to see that scene, the whole scene, and I've heard good things about it. Kind of forever. That's coming out November 11th, which is two months away. So pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, so that's... I'm actually really, really excited yes, for that. I, I, I wasn't I, a huge fan of the first Black Panther movie. Well... Uh, I think... Well, it was good, but I think it was extremely overrated. It was very overhyped. It still is very overhyped, but I think the trailer that we got for Black Panther Black Panther: Wakanda Forever looks phenomenal. Um, I'm really excited to see Namor. I'm excited to be back in Wakanda. I'm excited to have some quality Marvel content again. So... Yeah. And... Uh, a character that will be appearing in Black Panther Wakanda Forever and also in her own show will be Ironheart. Uh, there was a bit of a promo for that upcoming series that premiered or was shown, but uh, we don't we didn't see anything. Yes. I think a, that they just showed a, it a lot there. of what they showed here at the Marvel portion. They did not make public. It was all just for the audience members, which is kind of a shame because I would love to see some of these uh, stuff. I'm sure you could find leaked stuff online. I'm sure there's some way you can find it, but we don't do that around here, at least not publicly. 
Um, no, we would never. Yeah, never. But Ironheart stars Riri Williams, who's ba- basically playing a pseudo Tony Stark, but female. So, you know. Yep. Hopefully it's good. She uh, does premiere in Black Panther Wakanda forever, so she will be getting her own show pretty close following. Did you want to say no something? No release about- date has been yeah. revealed, Nothing but new. they are filming it now. Uh, I expect it to be sometime probably mid to late 2023. Yes. I'm going to guess closer to mid. It's probably one of those phase, phase five announcements that they just didn't put on the timeline, but will be in phase five. They tend to do that yeah. a lot. But while yeah, we're talking uh, about phase five, let's talk about the first movie in phase five, which is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania um, at D23. They had uh, Jonathan Majors. They had Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly all come on stage and give their spiel, you know, they, they talked about it. I think they showed, yes, they did get to see a little bit of footage, some exclusive looks that obviously we, the public did not get to see, but um, we don't have to wait too long. It comes out February 17th and Kevin Feige did basically confirm that this will be a very large um, stepping stone into Avengers Kang Dynasty, which is great news to hear that we are finally getting some connectivity and forward momentum instead of just building foundations. So let's start rebuilding that momentum to the Avengers again. That's what I want. Yeah. So uh, next up, that something that is, <laughs> is not the, building up to the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, the next Marvel Studios uh, production that's going to be coming out after She-Hulk finishes werewolf by night this is a marvel studios special presentation because it's not quite a movie and it's not a series either i think that's what they're going for at least i don't even know if this is going to be technically mcu canon or not but uh neither do i the trailer looks awesome i'm pretty excited for it so it's a hyper stylized Uh, trailer so it's very much reminiscent of old school universal monster movies frankenstein obviously werewolves mummies things yeah, like so that so it's not it's not just the trailer that's hyper stylized it's the entire thing oh, yeah. i believe the whole thing will be black and white mm-hmm. and looking like one of these old school everything's going to be acted uh, and spoken and set up and it's it's going to be awesome yeah so that's going to be coming october 7th which from the day this episode releases is less than three weeks mm-hmm. so that's pretty exciting stuff pretty uh, i'm actually exciting. looking forward to this one quite a bit Uh, But not nearly as much as the next item here. So, Marvel announced, well, didn't announce, but they revealed the trailer and publicly made it available for Secret Invasion. This is probably the Marvel project, at least for Disney+, Plus, that I am most excited for. The trailer for it looks phenomenal. Uh, It's almost like they took all of the Nick Fury action scenes... Not that there were all that many, but it's almost like they captured the aesthetic of the action scenes from Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And is they're just making that this entire show. Yeah. It looks so darn good. They really took uh, the, the tone and aesthetic of Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and are making a TV show with all those aspects and then putting Nick Fury at the forefront. I think that's a yeah, great so idea. See, so... I never read the uh, storyline myself, but from my understanding, Secret Invasion was a massive, massive comic book event, yes. uh, and it seems like this is going to be a much smaller scale, 
sort of thing, but I'm sure it will have some large-scale ramifications for the upcoming things. Possibly, uh, Secret War- Is it Secret Wars? Uh, Secret, Secret Wars? Wars is Avengers 6, which is where the yeah, multiverse so- kind of collapses in and everyone fights. Secret Invasion is when Skrulls are, have infiltrated Earth and are impersonating a whole bunch of high-ranking officials and even some of the Avengers, which yeah, the so teaser kind of teases at. I wouldn't be surprised if this somehow does tie into uh, Kang Dynasty yes, or I'm sure it will Secret somehow. Wars somehow. Watch the trailer if you haven't it's, already. Yes, it's a this fantastic looks trailer. Like, this looks like Marvel Studios is almost... I don't want to say returning to their roots, yes. but fully embracing it, what they used they're to They're going be. back to what was really working before they started branching out into some more lighthearted, absurd routes. Back when they kind of had a formula, and everyone was like, oh, the formula, but the formula was actually pretty good. We're returning to those roots, and it looks phenomenal. With a great cast, by the way. Yeah. So. Uh, also coming out next year will be... Oh, uh... Did you say that that comes out next year? Uh, no, I didn't. But it'll be early 2023 that Secret Invasion comes out. So, Yeah, Armor Wars. That's the next thing. That's also coming out in 2023. Uh, has not begun filming yet, so this is probably going to be a late year sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. uh, probably going to be like a September, maybe late August release. Probably. If that. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to be Don Cheadle coming back. And I wouldn't be surprised if... Um, uh, what's her name that's playing Riri Williams? Ironheart. Ironheart. Yeah, Ironheart's going to be there. I can't think of the actress's or, name. I but... think the actress... Isn't the actress's name Riri Williams? No, that's <laughs> yeah. a character, bro. No. Is it? Yeah. Dominique... Uh, oh, Dominique Thorne? Dominique Thorne. That's the actress's name. Uh, that sounds there it is. right. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, sure so... she'll show up again. This makes sense for her so... to show up. So Armor Wars, nothing was really revealed about that. They did show a new logo for the show, which is kind of cool, but not really I think it's that better much. Than it looks the better one. than the original. Uh, yeah. I think this is probably just some enemies of the state getting their hands on technology similar to, or they just somehow stole one of the Iron well, Man suits. Well, I mean, Don Cheadle is going to be at a massive scale. Don Cheadle, who plays Rhodey, will be in Secret Invasion and will be a semi-major character in Secret Invasion. So I'm sure this is going to be like continuation of what his character starts off doing in secret invasion maybe maybe it's the scrolls who get some iron man suits or because of what the scrolls do maybe someone really bad like government officials or russians or who knows what maybe someone else gets iron man suits and then he has to continue his story in armor wars that that it's hydro they're not dead it, it could be well i mean could be conspiracy yeah so uh, yeah, that's supposed to be sometime in 2023. Oh no, filming is expected to begin in 2023. Oh, so it's probably the release be a 2024. date for that. It might be a 2024 so release. So probably Phase Six. Phase Six release. It very well could be. I'm assuming. Yep. Uh, another thing that we had a little bit of a look at, and by we I mean the people that were you know actually at D23, is Loki season two. Uh, very little was actually shown about this, uh, except for um, that Ki Huey Quan guy, the guy that played Short Round many, many years ago. He was also in Everything Everywhere All at Once, by the way. Uh, he joined the cast. He really is just everywhere. Uh, so, 
yeah, that's basically all that we know. I'm excited for it. Season yeah, I'm, one was I'm, great. Well, I'm excited because as we, I think we mentioned this an episode or two ago, there was a rumor that Henry Cavill might be cast in Loki as Hyperion. If that happens, that would be awesome. I would love to see it. I'm excited for Loki season two. I really enjoyed Loki season one. I'm excited to see where it's going off because it kind of left off on a cliffhanger with Sylvie killing Kang and then the timelines or the TVA timeline being all screwed up. So it'll be very interesting to see how season two progresses off of that. But uh, yeah, yeah. So moving on to Fantastic Four, which which is what got me the most disappointed because I was really hoping that they would announce some cast members. Um, they didn't. They did announce a new director. It'll be directed by Matt Shackman. Um, he did WandaVision, or at least a little bit of WandaVision, which is a good sign. Um, it also has a release date of November 8th, 2024. I don't know if it already had a release date or if that's new. Um, but yeah, that's basically all the announcements we got for Fantastic Four, which is why it was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, as far as movies go, Fantastic Four is one of, if not my most anticipated I mean, non-Avengers. Every, everyone is anticipating that just because it's been so long that we've wanted the MCU to just remake the Fantastic Four and make it good, which hopefully they will make it good. Hopefully. It's Marvel Studios. They mostly do a good job. And with someone, or not someone, a team as famous, as iconic as the Fantastic Four, yeah. if they don't do it justice, oh boy, people are going to be very That That very is how upset. the MCU would die. If they ruin Fantastic Four again, that's how the MCU really takes a hit. Now, I think, yeah, I mean, I think you- Kevin Feige is going to do it right. I feel like the Fantastic Four is something that he is really championing and really being careful with. So, yeah, did you ever watch Fan Stick that came out in like um, 2015? Yes, I believe I did years ago. And oh my gosh, that was awful. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good at all. Like 2/3 of the movie is just them sitting in a building. That's it. Oh, we might have to actually rewatch that and then do a review I don't wanna. just so we can poop on it so much. I already but, have to watch Rings of Power. Uh, so do I. So if, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Anyways, it's... moving on, um, coming off of Hawkeye, we have the character of Echo, who is getting her own spinoff series. Um, Maya Lopez is coming back as well as Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Kingpin. They will both reappear in the Echo solo series. Um, It does not have a premiere date yet, but most likely sometime in mid to late 2023, which would mean filming should begin pretty shortly here, I would imagine. So uh, something that you didn't mention, probably because it's not actually listed in this article here, but... Uh, if I remember remember correctly, Charlie Cox will also be appearing in Echo as Daredevil in a very red suit. Uh, so I'm guessing that they're just going to take that yes. same suit that they've been using, but all the parts that were black or like extremely extremely dark red in the original Netflix show, they're probably well, just going to recolor that to be a bit of a brighter. Red. As of right now, Daredevil hasn't shown up yet in She-Hulk. I imagine he will at the end of this upcoming episode on Thursday. Yeah, I imagine I that, that will be the be end credit scene, five. which is the next episode, as I said, Daniel. 
Okay, um, well, you're well, saying next episode, but when this releases, this episode that we're recording right now, it's going to be the last episode. Yes, but we just talked about episode four at the beginning of this episode. Okay, you so know what, right? How would, about you eat my George and sit on a cactus? No, no, you know what? No, I will not. But yes, yeah, so I think Daredevil should appear in episode five of She-Hulk, which for us is the next episode. We haven't seen his new suit, but what I've been what I've read online is that it's mainly his Netflix suit with a little bit of a different, um, a little bit of differences, um, and then some more yellow in it to represent his more classic old school comic suit. And if they do change it for Echo, then they will just make it a little bit more red and get rid of that yellow, which would will yeah. be cool. But I mean while we're speaking about daredevil we might as well talk about daredevil born again which for me is my most anticipated disney plus yeah, you know what series. i might have to take back secret invasion secret invasion i'll say is my most anticipated upcoming yes uh, since born again is going to be a little bit further out after secret invasion this is going to be what i'm looking forward to the most uh i don't know if everyone that listens you know all three of you uh watched daredevil on netflix but it was one of the best marvel projects to come out live action period it is just so fantastically made and when it got canceled i was heartbroken and now i'm just so excited that charlie cox is getting to come back to reprise the character and continue the story Mm -hmm. yep so both charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio were at hall h at d23 to present the new logo for daredevil born again i think they gave some words and charlie cox is talking about how this isn't a new season of the netflix show it is going to be a reboot i heard some discussion it's not going to be like a hard reboot the way some things are they were drawing comparisons to the way that um the mcu rebooted spider-man where they just introduced the character and they didn't go into the whole backstory because we already knew how his backstory works, which I think would work perfectly fine for Daredevil. He has already appeared in Spider-Man No Way Home. He's going to show up in She-Hulk. We don't need a whole retelling of how he got his powers. If you want to find out how he got his powers, though, go watch the Netflix show because it is really good for the couple seasons that it has. Three seasons, but whatever. Is it three? Yep. Well, yeah. So that hasn't begun filming yet. It should next year so. That will be a later show, but it's uh, very excited for it. Very excited. Also, I want to really quick say in the new title card that Disney showed for Daredevil Born Again, it does have the iconic DD symbol in the back. And I think that's really cool. I really hope that they somehow incorporate it, even if it's, you know, minorly into the costume. I mean, I feel like it could be on like his shoulder pieces the same way like Captain America has like a star of the Avengers thing on his shoulder pieces. You know? Yeah, I think that would work. Something like that. Or I think it would in be the middle cool. of his chest. Why not? Captain America has a giant star, which you know. Or you know, maybe like. Speaking uh... of Captain America. Yeah. Go ahead. We got Captain America: New World Order, which had a little bit of a surprise. It's bringing back. Uh, Thank can't, gosh. Can't tell you what the actor's name is, um, but he plays the leader, I believe. Yep. That's a so throwback. It, the leader was teased in the second ever Marvel Studios project, The Incredible Hulk. You know, the guy fell on the floor and his brain was going I think he was like, Professor Blue. 
think it was Professor Blue. Yeah, he tried Dr. to Blue. Doctor Blue, yeah. He tried to heal or cure the Hulk, but it didn't work, and then he got knocked over and some of Bruce's blood dripped into his forehead and his head started to swell. And we were like, oh, that's going to be kind of cool when he comes back. And then he never did for how many years has it been? 15 plus years now? He's never. Uh, so far, it has been 14. And by the four, time this yes, movie comes out, it will have years. been 16. But yes, that character is coming back. Um, the, the, the new Captain America movie, which are they going to have this continue, the Captain America franchise? Or is this going to start a new franchise with Anthony Mackie at the helm? So I think I it's going to be separate just because they're two different characters, but the, I, suppose. I think it's still technically oh. the same story of Captain America. I mean, it's, it's a mantle more so than a single person. I suppose. I, I feel like sometimes you lump, when you think of the Batman franchise, you think of all versions of Batman or like J or the uh, James Bond franchise. You think of all versions of James Bond. So would you not consider all versions of Captain America? I guess. Well, that's not really important. But yes, Captain America New World Order will come out at some point, 2024. So, another big question mark, but something to look forward to. Yeah, and next up, another thing that has been getting teased since the beginning of Phase 4, the Thunderbolts, which is sort of like Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. It's a bunch of bad people that get together... Uh, they try to make themselves look like the good guys, but really they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I believe that the lineup for this um, is going to be Red Guardian, um, Yelena, whatever her last name Yelena was. Yelena Belova. Black Widow. Black Widow. Yelena Belova. Uh, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Bucky Barnes. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Don't remember her name. Not important. Uh, who else was US there? U.S. Agent. John Walker. Yep. And then Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Remember that? And not remember featured that in... She's coming back. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to remember her because, you know, she didn't do anything really memorable. Yes. But whatever. Uh, also, not pictured in the uh, little That's teaser it. lineup that they revealed yeah, I think was like Baron artwork. Zemo, but he is also going to be joining the film. Um, I saw some, like, fan art that people had made prior to this official artwork that got released. That was speculating perhaps White Vision will also be in this show. Uh, I thought it was a movie. Is it? Yeah, it's a film. Oh, it's a film. Oh. Either way, there's some speculation that maybe White Vision will show up. Who knows? Could be. Yeah. Uh, another movie, the last movie that we have news from for Marvel Studios is The Marvels. Uh, so it's not uh, featured in this article um, okay, so this movie comes out July 28th, there's that, but apparently every time uh, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and uh, I don't know, the other Marvel persons. Photon? Photon, yeah. Every time one of them uses their powers, they like sh- swap places with each other somehow. What? Yeah, I, apparently that's like the synopsis of the movie, so they're going to all like get together and try to figure out... Hmm what's going on and just yeah i don't know it sounds like a wild concept i am still pretty excited to see this because i did enjoy miss marvel and i want to see Yvonne vlani continue on because she's just so charismatic i loved her character yeah i mean i i i was not all that excited for um miss marvel but it was actually really good i enjoyed it it was pretty good so pleasantly surprised i am pleasantly optimistic and looking forward to the marvels which 
I didn't think I would really be, but I am. So I'm not looking forward to seeing Brie Larson, though. I hate her. Maybe she will get better. We can only hope. I mean, now we have yep. we, now we have Galadriel that we can hate. So that's true. There we go. So um, we're just gonna that that summarizes all the Marvel stuff, and we're just gonna kind of I'm just gonna speed rush through a couple of these lesser things that we don't really care about and that we don't have all that much to say, but got acknowledged. So we got um, Avatar: The Way of the Water. There were some special looks. The cast came on. That movie comes out. I'm sure you all know Avatar, highest gross movie of all time. That comes out December 16th. And then for Disney Plus, we have The Muppets Mayhem, which I think is just some kind of movie or thing about the Muppets. So if you're into that, they got that. Um, High School Musical, yep. the musical, the series. Season 4 will be coming out. That That's on announced. season 4? Yes, that is on season 4. So crazy. Um... Then there's this thing called American Born Chinese. I think it's a documentary. Um, Michelle Yeoh, which was just in that movie that you watched, the uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yep, and also K Hui Kwan is in that as well because he is in everything. Apparently, we are going to yep. skip this next thing because I want to give that a special mention. But the next that we are gonna that I'm gonna briefly talk about the Proud Family, louder and prouder. Um, did you ever watch that show back in the day, The Proud Family? Nope. Neither did I, but it was on Disney Channel. That's getting a reboot that comes in February. You have Growing Up, which is a docu-series, uh, chronicle the coming-of-age stories of a group of 18 to 22-year-olds. It's currently av- available on stream. That was produced by Brie Larson. So, Daniel, maybe you should watch that. <laughs> no. Um, no. A, an assorted Christmas specials are coming out, including the hip-hop Nutcracker, Pentatonics Around the World for the Holidays, and Best in Snow. I think those are either documentaries or just shorts for the holiday season. So getting you in the Christmas mood. You have the Santa Clauses, which is a TV Disney Plus series following Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. I actually really enjoy those movies. I like watching them around the holidays time, so I will probably watch this show when it comes out. I know you probably won't, but I'm definitely not going to watch it on its premiere. I'm going to wait until it's all out, though, because why would I start watching it November 16th? Come on. Yeah, that's that's come on Disney. Just release it all at once in like December. Let's just watch it. Um, National Treasure, Edge of History. I guess that's getting a a TV show. Unfortunately, no Nicolas Cage. So is there really any purpose? Yeah. So I think this one's actually a movie, not a show. Uh, Whatever. No, it says it it says series. It says series. Where does it say series? In the in the in the there's a short one sentence paragraph says there's also a new National Treasure series. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love National Treasure. Super disappointed that Nicolas Cage isn't yeah, there. If, because if there's no Nick Cage, I mean, what are you doing? Se- that, he's what made it special. Exactly. Exactly. But moving on, you got Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. All right. Not going to be MCU, but some little weird uh, Marvel action for you. You got Choir, which is a document series about the tr- Detroit Youth Choir. They apparently competed on America's Got Talent. It's coming to Disney+, Plus, but there was no release date then you got madu or madu sure it's know. a documentary um it's about a person named anthony madu madu who grew up in lagos and was awarded a scholarship so that's a documentary you can watch you got big shot a series starring john stamos um that's getting a premiere date of october 12th oh that's a season two of big shot i guess there was a season one did not know I that but there yeah, is I. Um, you got Doogie, 
Kameloha, 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 MD. I guess that also had a season one. That's getting a season no two, so look was. forward to that. You got Prom Pact is an upcoming Disney Plus um, series about a girl obsessed with going to Harvard who instead learns to love. So I'm sure Tori would love to watch that show. Um, and Disney, there's all sorts of stuff yes, from Disney the, the whole Channel bunch that of, we don't care about. We're just going to skip it. Yes, a whole bunch of, of children's stuff, Descendants, Ravens, uh, other animated stuff for kids. That all comes out. But the, the last thing that I personally wanted to mention is that Percy Jackson and the Olympians Disney Plus series finally got a teaser trailer. Daniel, you just watched it. Yes. What are, what are, what are your thoughts? Uh, so I don't remember uh, the books very well. I haven't read them since late middle school, early high school. Uh, so that was ugh, seven, eight, nine years ago. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, they were good books, I can tell you that much for sure. Um, this trailer has got me excited for the show, definitely. Uh, the guy's voice, what's his name? Um, uh, playing Percy. Uh, uh, is it Wit- Will Scoble? Something like that, I don't know. Something Scoble. I, I don't remember his voice being like that. It was just Walker very... Walker Scoble. Yeah. Something about his voice just doesn't I mean, seem like a he's Percy a young Jackson guy going through puberty you know he's he's got to grow into the voice a little bit yeah uh definitely looks interesting though i'm excited to see more about it mm-hmm. what um, do you think so i was jackson kind of guy. yeah so i was a huge percy jackson fan back in middle school high school um and i was kind of apprehensive when they announced that they were going to do it i was very excited but also apprehensive because the movies were not very good and Rick Riordan, the generous. author, yeah, that's being generous, saying they're not very good. Rick Riordan has kind of stirred the waters a little bit with changing character designs, um, race swapping some characters, just changing the appearance of characters. Not a lot of a lot of fans aren't that all all that happy with it, me included. However, I watched the teaser and there was just like a bubble of excitement in me, just like the child in me is like, we're finally getting Percy Jackson, and as I'm at the point now that as long as it is good, I will enjoy it. Sure, they're not going to look how I imagine that, how I imagine them, but hearing the opening couple paragraphs from chapter 1 of The Lightning Thief narrated over this minute-long teaser really did it for me and I'm 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 really excited for it. The inner child in me was really happy. So, yeah. It gets, it gets uh, so, a thumbs up. But that's also just a problem with all book adaptions characters yeah. aren't going to look how you expect them to mm-hmm. yep. i mean there's there's a podcast that i listen to called the adventure zone that's a D podcast for anyone that doesn't know uh i picked up the four graphic novels that are out that are based on those um campaigns i guess whatever um and uh yeah the characters in that look nothing like i imagined them to when i was listening to the podcast when i first started years ago but i've since come to terms with it so yeah yeah so that that summarizes basically everything that was announced in the uh, streaming theatrical portion of d23 yeah so uh, barely anything really it was pretty light what'd you say oh yeah we're only at over an hour oh that took us an hour almost an hour just to talk about d23 wow yikes this was supposed to be a short episode too well, you know, it's it's a massive event. There's gonna, there's there's just a lot of news. 
Um, but yeah, I'm excited for a lot of these projects and completely indifferent on the rest. So yeah, that's, that, that I don't know what else to up. say about it. Let's, let's wrap this up and get going. All right. Well, hey guys, thanks for sitting through our recap of D23. Hopefully you enjoyed it and hopefully you're looking forward to some of these projects like we are. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about some of them that are coming out sooner uh, than later on the podcast sometime later this year. And uh, yeah, you can look forward to that. I'd like to say thanks to I Fight Dragons for the use of our theme song, The Geeks Will Inherit the Earth. It's off the album Kaboom. Uh, great band, great music. Check them out. I say that all the time, every time, but it's it's true. You should listen to them. They're great. Uh, also, if you want to reach out to us for any reason in particular, uh, you can find us on Instagram at, what is it, Small Town Nerds. Spelt exactly how you think, no spaces. I totally forgot our Instagram handle for a second well, there. Sorry. No. Uh, otherwise, you can send us an email at sttpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Ryan, am I forgetting anything? Yes, you are. Now, if anyone wants to listen to this podcast back and count the number of times Daniel said uh or um, he will pay you $1 for every time you get it correctly. So send him that number, DM him on that, no, Instagram, no, post I, it I online, not. do something. No, Daniel will give you not. $1 for every uh or um. You heard it here first. I will send you first. a clapping emoji, and that's nope. it. One dollar. So count it, get it correct, because that's probably at least a hundred. Uh, hundred and one. Uh, and thanks again for going. listening. We will see you next week. Uh, thanks. Yeah, that's it. Okay, bye. Don't bye. die. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>